Welcome back to another episode of the Who You Know Show podcast, where what you know is important, but who you know can make all the difference in your business, career, relationships, and life. My name is Trevor Houston, and on this show, you'll learn the strategy, grit, and mindset it takes to overcome obstacles so you can level up in your career, recover your cash flow, and live the life of purpose that God intended for you. Don't forget to look at the mic drop moments timestamped in the show notes below. And if you've enjoyed today's episode, make sure to pay it forward, subscribe, and leave an honest review so we can improve. Thanks for listening. My name is Trevor Houston, and please enjoy this episode of the Who You Know Show. Carla, how long have you been in HR recruiting and talent acquisition? I have been doing this for over 20 years. Oh. I, I leave it at 20. Or else I have to become like the job father. The job father. Okay. Yeah. So oh, Lord. You don't want to be the job mama? I don't want to be no. the job mama. I don't know. That does be terrible. For, um, for the audience that maybe doesn't know uh, about Slalom, right? Tell us a little yes. bit about the company. Slalom is actually a strategic consulting company that actually focuses on both technology side, but also business consulting. Yes. What are like the biggest mistakes that you're seeing right now that job seekers are doing? Anything particular that they keep doing repetitively? They forget that they need to network right now. Really? really? Not my network. Say that no. again. No, not the, not these job seekers. No, I mean, they, they feel like because the market isn't active um, and that there's not as many opportunities that they don't need to work their network the same way as when there's tons of jobs that are open. Mm. And so they become complacent and they need to be working the network as much, if not more. Exactly. Okay. So that reminds me of a story and I'm going to butcher this. So if anybody that's heard this story before, Oh, here we Bear go. with me. <laughs> the guy goes to a, a, a foreign country and he's a shoe salesman, mm-hmm. right? Two, two people do, right? The first one goes and nobody's wearing any shoes. So he comes back and he reports. He's like, man, nobody wears shoes over there. Like we can't sell them. Like nobody wears shoes. The second guy comes back and reports, oh my gosh, we need to move over there. We need to build a, f- a factory. Like nobody's wearing shoes. It's the biggest opportunity, right? Everybody needs shoes. Right. So like it's a perception. So right now, um, thinking about all oh, these companies aren't hiring and things like that. It's right. the same thing. You're, it's all about mindset. Either the glass is half empty or half full. We were talking about that earlier. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, and as a recruiter right now, I am building my pipeline. I'm right. talking with a ton of candidates. I'm doing everything I can to build my network and talk to as many candidates as I can to be able to get to know people. And to be able to fill my buckets, as I like to call them. So the ultimate goal would be like to have these people essentially signed in advance. Can companies do that or no? Some can. Um, some can act not this far in advance. Most like, would. Yeah, that's a little far. Yeah, but like far maybe a couple months. What about a couple mm-hmm. months? Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Like, hey, we're going to hire you, but we can't hire you till like October. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, the other the other thing, key thing that you've said, which you know, this you guys really need to pay attention to because networking is an ongoing thing and there is lead time, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not like you can just jump in, right? right? And just hit the ground running. It doesn't work that way. It's relationships, Foster. It relationships. Um, and it's about building those relationships and that takes time. Absolutely. I mean, it, it's six, probably six months lead time. So if you're six months out from those positions, like people need to start 
building that relationship with you right now. Absolutely. And it's not like, guys, it's not like the, the market is not moving. We had 13 job landings last week. Just saying. Well, and, you know, the, the unfortunates are that, you know, you have some companies like American that just did a major layoff right. of their management staff. Um, and so I've been doing a lot of work with those people in terms of helping them with resumes and trying to help them because some of these people haven't been at American for 20 plus years. Yeah. And so they haven't yeah. had to think about, well, what do I do? Um, so you guys should be seeing a lot of them. That's what we see um, every day. Send them all over here. Yep. I look, we know how to handle that. I've got a lady that's been on her job for 41 years. She just got laid off two months ago. How, 41? 41, 41 years. years. Cool. And How are you going to lay off somebody who's been at your company for 41 years? I will tell you. That, yeah, same on. I just retire them. Yeah. You yeah. give them a package I mean, and, you know. But I will tell you this. I had a woman who was in tears. And it's very, I mean, my heart was broken for her. And yeah. I just say Elizabeth Kubler-Ross had it right. Just go through your seven stages grief and it's the same for job loss as it wow. is for you know losing someone that you loved because when you've been at a job for that long this is where some of these people have not done the networking because it's something that they just haven't had to do it's something that they're out of practice in it's you guys being able to teach them again how to work their linkedin how do you update your LinkedIn? Because there are the profiles that just say, here's my last job, and it's the job title. Well, there, it's constantly <laughs> evolving no and changing, too. And <laughs> that's the thing about it. Like, I'm, like, just yesterday, LinkedIn did an update. Okay? They do it, like, almost once a week. So you're getting people that are coming maybe out of a corporate environment that are experts in and of their own rights. Mm -hmm. And they're coming in now as a consultant role mm -hmm. for Slalom, two other companies. Is that primarily the folks that you hire or you're looking to hire or Some. where are you getting your, your people from? Some, a lot of them we're getting from big four. Big four. Okay. Uh, just because they've actually been in a consulting position or another consulting firm. Um, then we actually have some who are practitioners who've mm -hmm. actually gone in back. They've been in consulting. They went into a practitioner role, and then they're looking to get back into consulting. Okay. They just wanted to get off the road. Um, right. It's yeah. mainly the big thing. Because because that sounds you. like to me, that sounds like people that have had experience. We always say this flippant statement. Oh, they're just trying to hire the young ones, and the millennials get all the jobs. What she just said includes years of experience, expertise, guys, years in a certain thing. Well, and that's, yeah. I think what I'm driving, what right. I was driving at, the point being that there's a lot of people who they kind of stagnate, uh, they go through the stages of grief, they are identified with their right. job title or position yeah. because we associate ourselves, right, our identity so much with our, our work. Sure. But there's tremendous opportunity there. And I, that's why I asked Ab because you probably get people who they never anticipated maybe going into a consultant role. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. I'll talk to those people every single day and they'll say, you know, I really, have, really want to be a consultant. And if I feel like they can move into a consulting role, I'll tell them. And I'm also that recruiter who, if I feel like they can't make that transition, I'll tell them that too. Mm -hmm. And then I'll tell them, how can I help you in your job search? I have over 15,000 people in my LinkedIn. Yeah. How can I help you? I love that we're bringing that up because that yeah. leads me to my next question. Yes. 
All right. You said they need help with with uh, networking. Yes. Okay. That that's the biggest mistake or the thing that they had the challenge with. So, on your LinkedIn, you do have a big following. Are you getting bombarded on LinkedIn by job seekers? Yes. And what what are they doing? Like, what's the approach like? Um, it's a hit and a miss. Some actually will approach me saying, you know, I met you at XYZ, would okay. love to be able to connect with you. Okay. Or I like it. So there's that, um, which is a great approach. There's some that actually will say, would love to be able to connect, would love to get some advice on X, Y, or Z. It can be very specific. Others just connect, 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 just hit yep. the button. And I'm like, okay, well, where are you in the world? Do I have any office in that in this area of the country? Yes, no, maybe. Um, and that's my biggest question is, okay, why would you connect with me? What are you looking me? for? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And if I have an office in that area of the world, I'll accept it. If I don't have an office in that area of the world, I don't know why I would connect with you. Yeah, guys, Fair. it's all yeah. about, it's all about time, right? Like time is the one constant that we all have. The one thing that we can't get any more of. Okay. And so she's getting all these people bombarding her on, on LinkedIn. And it's a matter of, okay, I know she wants to help. She's got a spirit heart. But where is she going to spend her time? She can't necessarily go through every single person, 15,000 people. And I, I, that's your, just the, your connection base. I know you have more than that that are trying to connect with you. So she's getting tons. She's getting bombarded. So, guys, this is what I teach in the summit. Recruiters, talent acquisition, uh, these folks, they get bombarded on LinkedIn. And it can almost feel spammy on their end. Mm -hmm. And you have mm -hmm. to have a good approach. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You have to do it in the right way. Right. And I, I, if somebody asks me to to help them, I'm happy to help them. I mean, it's like I said, if right. if I'm talking with somebody who isn't a fit for a job that I have, how can I help you? Absolutely. I mean, I'll network amend it, whatever other company that there is. How has that changed, like the connections, people that are coming into your pipeline? Because you said you're building some of that, so you're you're probably fairly active since March, February, March, March since the shut down the layoffs. I, have you seen an uptick? And It has, absolutely. Okay. And I mean, I've done a number of different events speaking and, mm -hmm. and I've done some for vets, et cetera. And so I've done a lot of different types of things trying to help people who have been downsized. And so I get all of those people that are reaching out. And so it's, okay, well, how can I help you? And how can I help you network? Sure. And so it's, whether it be helping them with their resume, helping them then after we get their resume done into some better place, uh, because sometimes <laughs> it can't be perfected. Right. Uh, we just can't get it to perfection um, because it has to still be them. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it has to be theirs and they have to own it and feel comfortable with it. Um, and then it's, okay, well now what company? What company are you interested in? And if like what they talk about at South Lake Focus Group. Mm -hmm. What are your top companies? Okay, what are those? If you don't see an opportunity that's at that company, fine. Who do you know that could be at that company? Let's go through that. If you don't know them, do I know somebody who could be at one of those companies? Okay, so yep. let's start going through that. And it's, it, I'm happy to be an open networker for those companies. And for I love people. that. I love that. I mean, see, going back to building the relationship, right? Like taking the time, doesn't take a lot of time, but just some time, right? To build the relationship, to network with you. And that's what networking is about, right? To build Absolutely. the relationship, 
uh, with people that you don't know or be referred to somebody that you don't know and build Absolutely. the relationship. So um, you're very involved with a lot of the associations, right? I mean, um, and on your LinkedIn, yeah. right? You've got them on your LinkedIn. Yeah. So you, you know tons of people that you can refer people to. Well, and I try to do that. I mean, that's how I got my job. You know, I mean, it's, yeah, it you is. just try to, yeah. you try to do things, you know, when you've been downsized, people, people do that for you. You try to give back mm -hmm. at the same time. Uh, you know, when I was going into slalom, I mean, I reached out to one of my old bosses from Cincinnati who happens to work for slalom out in San Francisco. <laughs> and so it's just a very small world. And so, mm -hmm. but then it was like, okay, well, let me see what I can do from that side mm -hmm. and be able to utilize my network. Um, and, but at the same time applied through it through LinkedIn and then found the recruiter and then sent the recruiter a direct email. And so it was just try every avenue that you can to be able to network yourself. Thanks for listening to the Who You Know Show podcast. My name is Trevor Houston. And if you've enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing wherever you listen and leave us a positive review to help us keep the mics on in the studio. Until next week, that's the show. It's all about who you know.